It's your girl, Banks the Bossy. Yo, it's your boy, Truth City. Man. My name is Taki Bond. I'm Claire Lily Chloe. I'm Q Shepard. And, and we, we are, are Word, Word of Mouth, Mouth Radio. Radio. You dickhead, you could have said it. Screw, screw. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they're throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been saying. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas were scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in it. UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. Ain't sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lankara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. What's up, folks? This is your host, Wine. Soul from the Uncle Radio Show. I want to thank you guys for locking in to the abridged uh, episode two or volume two or whatever the hell we're calling this thing now. Um, in any event, um, on this episode, we are highlighting our interviews with Word of Mouth Radio, the entire team. Shout out to um, Cleverly Chloe, shout out to Taki Bond, shout out to Q Shepherd. Uh, we're highlighting our interview with Truth City, and we're also highlighting our interview with L Banks, the bossy. So, uh, not gonna hold this up for too long. Uh, check out the interviews. Uh, I'm gonna cut in about halfway through. Give a little, give a little recap and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, just rock out with us. It's the Encore Radio Show. Quick thoughts on the pulse of the culture here in New York City. The pulse of the culture in New York City, I would like to say, is very. I'm gonna get you before you get me. Mm. It is like. Outside looking in, you know, it seems very colorful. Outside looking in, it seems very colorful. And, you know, people are just, like, so mesmerized by certain uh, things that are happening. You know, certain brands that are popping, like your Peyton Poetries or your mm-hmm. Ice Pan YCs or whatever, which is great. Mm-hmm. And um, there are other brands out there that's doing amazing things. But in the underlining, even when it comes down to the artists or whatever, it's just a really a dog-eat-dog situation. And you have to really have some tough skin for that so it's it's interesting in comparison to like places like uh atlanta or a places i've like been there in texas i did like, a show there yeah like in dallas or in houston or even out west in cali where you see artists more so um aligning with each other mm-hmm. and really showing support even even if it means having that person stand on your shoulders for a little while you know do you feel like we're gonna get to a place where New York understands that we need to do a little more of that? No, because um, this is something that I've been speaking to with a lot of people, actually. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of the I Spent NYC thing. Mm-hmm. I could have just said a lot of Money House Entertainment shows, yeah. right? Yeah. But I Spent NYC, I did that on purpose. There's a reason. Even when you see the logo, um, you see the city line mm-hmm. on the logo and such. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I did that because... No matter what, there's still a culture that needs to be pushed, mm-hmm. which is the NYC culture that yeah. people are, are losing. Yeah. So the way that it's moving, I think that it's where the light is not being shined on New York so much that people are so thirsty to be the first one mm-hmm. that it's kind of like it's kind of ruining it. It's like, yeah. let's just just do what we're supposed to be yeah. doing. We don't need to go this route. So it's interesting, actually. You know, I told someone, shout out to Chris Kobasetic, matter of fact. I told Kobasetic, I said, you know, it would be interesting to see, you know, maybe 18 months or so from now, how or where we are as a as a culture, where we are in New York City. Because there are a lot there's a lot of talent here. A lot of talent. There's a lot of talent. Like I've been to other cities. I, I you know, I have uh, shout out to any creative network. You know, I have access to a lot of different cities and their sounds. And, you know, some of it sounds like New York, some of it doesn't, and then vice versa. Some of our sounds sounds like theirs. We're in a place where a lot of the sounds are blending necessarily. Right. And that's and that's a good thing in my yeah. you know. But when it comes to those artists from those cities rising, you will hear about these artists on the rise and you hear them on their stations in their cities, whatever, and you won't necessarily hear them here. Thankfully we have this um, I guess you want to call it. We have like our own media, our own underground media. Uh, yeah, it's heavy. Where, yeah, where we where we push a lot of these artists. Oh up, yeah, but at the same time, it's not the same as elsewhere. Uh, honestly, 
I think that um, we just need to be realistic. I think that's hip hop in general. Because okay. I feel like uh, calling yourself a rapper now is like introducing yourself. Okay. Everyone is kind of like a rapper now. And it's like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? And under the I Spend YC brand, we probably, I want to say, worked with about a thousand or more artists. Wow. Definitely. As far as interviewing them, as far as ciphers, as far as shows or whatever, whatever the situation might be. That's not even the point. The point is that I see that it's a trend thing to be a rapper. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's not really what you want to do. Then I see certain people who actually care about the craft and they're not getting that much love it's the most weirdest mm-hmm. thing in the world it's like if you're popular enough and you have like a super dope trap beat you're able to um bring out a crowd boom you're a rapper now and it's yeah. like no yeah no hell no what is this <laughs> it's weird seriously god you know i you gotta love new york he's gotta love new york you know of course i find my i find that right now you know, I do. I do listen to a lot of indie artists. Um, I do listen a lot of, to a lot of New York artists. You know, a lot of Good. them are featured on Encore Radio Show. Good. Um, dot dot dot. Let's just go with that. Just dot it's, dot dot. It's um. There, I have a lot of opinions on what should be done, but eh, who am I, right? I just think that we need to definitely have some kind of alliance first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And just, I see a lot of artists saying, well, I'm not really trying to put New York on, though. I'm just trying to put myself on. And with that mentality, you already lost. Yeah. You already lost. Because your whole, you're not even taking pride of your city anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, F that. I'm just trying to do me. And it's just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you know? But I, I, I want to see it do better. Me too. Me too. We're, we're, we're all very aware there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of disconnect. Mm-hmm. In the new underground New York scene, or just the New York scene in general, so I would love to see it do better. But all right, so I'm putting you a little bit on the spot here for a second. Sure. Um, can you give me three artists that you listen to on a regular basis that are from New York? Uh, besides my own artists? Yes. Besides okay. Kind of- <laughs> besides why I say King Karma? Let's see. Um, I definitely like IOD. Mm-hmm. I really like IOD. Actually, he's he's dope. Um, I like Mad Wiz. Okay, I love Mad Wiz. Um, uh, I'm trying to think because there's a lot of people I listen to, but you're only giving me three. So this is not my tops or my bottoms or whatever, guys. They're gonna is, get mad. So don't get upset. This is just me thinking very quickly. I like the the. I also like Controverse. Okay, Controverse is dope. He's definitely gonna uh, change the scene. He's he's super cool. I like him. Yeah. Wavy, all right. Now, I always like to ask that because New York is a big city. You, you know, you can know only about so many artists. So I'm going to go and look for those artists and find them and, you know, try and get them on the show and make sure yeah, we push. Yeah, I could connect much. you with all three of them. Definitely. Just sit on them, try and push them all as much as we possibly can. You know, there's so, I mean, I, so I haven't, I haven't sat down and spoke to a thousand artists. I probably did like a hundred and change that's a lot in the, yeah i mean no it's a it is a lot you're right let's be serious <laughs> it, is, it is a that's lot that's a lot but that, that's that's what i want to show like there's so much talent here that like you can that's you, a lot you've seen a, you've seen a thousand artists definitely a thousand like, definitely definitely i had and the thing is i lost track it's just me going back to videos or people hitting me up talking about yo banks um i'm proud of you with the i spend yc thing don't you remember when i did your show and i'm i legit don't remember and it's just yeah. like damn we've really been working with a lot of people so that's crazy that's it's insane actually that's what's up all right so uh you had a you had a morning ra- you had a morning radio show yeah and it did amazing all right so explain to me how you had a morning radio show uh, basically, Kiara, she was supposed to be with us today, but, you know, um, she wasn't able to make it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kiara was actually the assistant of someone at Extreme. Okay. And they offered her a show. Mm-hmm. We were thinking about different concepts, and she was just like, yo, let's do something called The Struggle AM, and I want you to be a uh, host. And I was yeah. like, me? Yeah. I guess because I talk shit all the time. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it did well. People loved listening to it. People mm-hmm. called in. It was, 
I wasn't expecting it to do that well. Yeah. But it did great. So that's I good. I mean, because I remember, I remember um, seeing it, and I was like, damn, like, how they doing a more? How they doing a morning show? But then I thought I was like, yo, that's so innovative because there aren't too many morning, there aren't, aren't too many indie morning shows. Right no, now. because everyone's listening to your typical uh, morning. There's one morning show everyone listens to, which is the. Uh, breakfast club yep. which i love yeah i love the breakfast club. i think they're freaking hilarious yeah. but you know i got stuff to say too so hey so podcasts are blowing up right now um you're obviously on a podcast right now as well yeah um we're gonna see a podcast soon from you definitely that's hey. something that um we're working on because mm-hmm. it just makes sense and on top of that with the timing my time is, is becoming very 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 condensed yeah. like i don't i can't i don't know if i could be loyal to a radio station and yeah. i don't want to be a douchebag and be like oh i can't make it today they're like oh this she's a bitch yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't need all of that yeah, so we could i could do like 10 interviews in one day mm-hmm. and we could let it out whatever the heck we want to let exactly. it out <laughs> exactly so you should definitely you would definitely see a podcast and actually um we're bringing back some of our interview platforms as well hey, perfect perfect yeah. all right so Let's let's. I got some of the. I got some of these questions out now. Now we can get into the to the more juicy stuff. Yeah, so, you like juicy. <laughs> let's talk about the road traveled. Everyone has like a path to hip hop, and everyone has a path to entrepreneurship. So talk to me about some of the tougher times that you've had to deal with along this 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 hip hop entrepreneurial path. Um. Having people listen to me, mm-hmm. that's one. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear you at all. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, at yeah. least, that was an issue. Um, being a female, I feel like, is always going to play a part because hip-hop is a man world, really. Mm-hmm. I don't really see... I don't really sit down and have meetings with women. I don't really sit down and have interviews with women, which is very interesting. <laughs> I don't really see them that much. Mm-hmm. Um being a woman I think being a woman I think is the one because a lot of people uh, if you pay attention to the Instagram with the I spend YC brand no one really knows who's behind it they just yeah. know it's something lit it's like yeah. oh, we're just gonna be involved yeah. but when they come to a show and they're asking questions they're like oh can I speak to the owner of I spend YC and I'm just like hey, hey. <laughs> and they're like what I thought it was a guy I, I guess or when they will call me because I put my emails in the uh, I put my number on the emails mm-hmm. I'm like oh hello they're like oh this a girl I'm like why in your mind you auto- you didn't see any pictures or anything but you automatically in your mind you think it's a guy that yeah, owns it so it's yeah. a weird situation with that alright so I had I had this, this I had this, these questions kind of like back in the back end of the interview but I'm gonna kind of just kick them forward real quick sure. so first let's go back to what you said about not seeing that many women in hip hop, right? I see that as a problem. I do too. Now, I'm not gonna say that I don't see women in hip hop. I do see a lot. Well, I won't. I won't say a lot. Yeah, let, I don't. I do see a a number. Mm-hmm. It is not a big number, <laughs> but it is definitely a number. I wouldn't. I don't want to call it small, but there definitely is a number of women in hip hop. And maybe that's just me because, like, I have a problem working with men. I don't really like to work with men that often. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I am aware that there there could be so much more women in. Yeah. Hip-hop, right. What do you think is the underlying issues to why women don't have more prevalent? Um, positions in the hip hop industry because women are supposed to be sex figures. It's simple, right? Mm-hmm. When you um, when you go to an office or you're looking to get signed, you're not looking to get signed by a female. You're looking to get signed by a dude, and whoever is being signed is either a guy or a female who they're gonna sex up, prop up, and sell sex. Mm-hmm. Sex sells, and it's a fact. So when you think of women, automatically you think sex. You don't think even sex with women is pitched to men and it's pitched to women mm-hmm. it is it so is. it's like if you're thinking about sex automatically you're thinking i'm gonna use a woman to do that so that's really what it is it's like uh you're supposed to be in front of the camera i mean even in the even in the indie scene where you know we're the for we're like we're the forefront mm-hmm. we're like there's no 
you know, at least definitely starting when you're starting out, there isn't a, uh, you know, massive machine behind mm-hmm. you trying to craft this image for people to sell. Sure. It's just you're selling yourself. So how, why is it that even in this industry that we can't, we don't see more women? Because I think the indie industry is a reflection of the majors. If you don't see it, you don't believe it. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I think, at least. If you don't, if I don't get to see a female label owner or a female this or a female that, I don't think that's an option for me. But I could see a female rapper, so I'm gonna just go that route and I'm gonna try to wear tight clothes in order to make sure guys are listening. Mm, okay, I understand. I understand. It's unfortunate. Oh, it's very unfortunate. It is one of the rare cases. I want. I'm not even sure if I want to call it rare. It's one of the cases where hip-hop reflects society. Like, hip-hop has done a relatively decent job of ignoring society to an extent, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that even for a while, our artists weren't even talking about things that reflected in society. I mean, how like, let's say 20... 2004 to 2000 and what eleven? Uh, right, what, what were artists really talking about? Money, car, money, cars, liquor. No, I mean, you still you you still see that now. Yeah, I mean, adding pills, but you still see, <laughs> definitely. You see you definitely see that now. And syrup. Yes, but there's art other other artists, and I don't want to just name Kendrick and Cole. But there are other artists like those that are more conscious that actually do have a platform to speak, yeah. you know. But at the same time, when it comes back to women, we don't see women execs like that. We don't see women hosts unless she's super sexy. Yeah. You know, do you think we can get to a point where we overcome that? Yeah, because... Um, I could name a few female, um, females to look out for. Kiara, not only because she's a part of my company, she's definitely an innovative person. Mm-hmm. That's why she's even a part of the company, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's interesting within itself because there's this stigma that women can't work with each other. Yeah. So when they ask who's a part of the company and they see it's another female, it throws people very off. Mm. Well, when they see me and it's a female, it throws people off to begin with. Yeah. But when they see another female as a part of the company, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> they're not arguing? They're not being catty? And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, there's Gnosis. She's actually a rapper. I don't know if you heard of her. Mm. She's also a producer as well. I, I heard of her through um, Upcoming Hip Hop. Yeah, she's a um, producer as well. So that's mm. innovative within itself because you don't really see that many female... Um, Producers, Crystal Kane's another one. Um, yeah, yeah, another female, another female rapper and producer. Nice, yeah. I love it. 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 Um, those are the people I could think of offhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. There's not that many because I don't bump into them. Mm. I don't bump into them. All right. So, talk to me. We're gonna we're gonna use two two keywords here that have. Um, definitely been prevalent and pushed to the, um, to the forefront in 2015 and carried over into 2016 as well. Um, but misogyny and homophobia and hip hop. Right? Oh, yes. So, yes. As a woman, yes. How do you, how do you exist on uh, knowing that misogyny and homophobia are basically staples in, in um, hip hop culture? Um, now that you asked that, I want to give a shout out to Meek Jaffe. She actually has a show as well. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of executive work as well. She's dope. Dope, dope. And she's a female and she's also part of the LGBT community as well. So automatically mm-hmm. I thought of her. So mm-hmm. shout out to her and being a female. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It's like, you know, sometimes to me, I wonder if this is. Uh, industry that I even want to be promoting because I know what they promote I know mm-hmm. what it is I know I'm not stupid but I also think there has to be certain people that are in certain uh, point areas to change that okay. right so when you go to an I spit NYC or this or that and you have any kind of um, 
thoughts about females or gays or homosexuals or lesbians, you kind of have to either not do the show Mm -hmm. or figure out how to not perform that song. Yeah. Automatically. Mm -hmm. Because I'm both. Yeah. We don't have time for all that. Mm -hmm. Right? There's people who um, I've vowed to not work with because of certain things that I've seen on Facebook. Mm, You can't... um, you can't say you're supporting the I spit movement or banks you mad dope like yo blah 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 and then you turn around and I'm seeing a post about yo kill all fags or mm-hmm. this that that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at least on my end I do the due diligence to not work with certain people whatever. I mean, I can't police everybody. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely tough. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tough um being a female first is definitely tough. Being a lesbian is definitely tough being um, a more town boyish lesbian. Because mm-hmm. it's very in your face. It's not like I, I'm wearing a dress and a skirt and people are just like, oh, you know, whatever, we'll bypass it. It's very clear. I'm wearing my hat to the back. I'm very, I'm calm, I'm relaxed or whatever. Uh, but one thing I don't really do is I don't utilize um, homosexuality as a thing, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like, Hey, this is L. Banks, the bossy, the lesbian girl who has a lot of money, house entertainment. People, yeah. I think, respect the brand for its brand, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even think people think that hard about it or that deep about it, but um, I would like to know what they think. That would be a nice dialogue. Definitely, well, yo. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. You know, make sure you tweet. Make sure, well, tweet me because you know she's not. She's not gonna be yeah, like suck. that. <laughs> the real, the real wise. W i z e. There is definitely a z in there. The I real would love wise. to know. Actually, that's actually a very interesting question. So tweet, tweet us, Instagram, Facebook, anyway. Let us know like how. Just any thoughts you have. We definitely. I would love. Actually, yeah. Let's make that a thing. I would love to hear that. Definitely. All right. So, you know, you, you mentioned your sexuality. So let's definitely let's talk about it. Sure. You know, um, was that has that ever been um, has has there ever been a time where you felt like I don't want to do this or you or you've uh, second guessed yourself in hip hop because of your sexuality? No, because I don't think about my sexuality like that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I feel like um I'm just not that person naturally. Like, you won't see me at, with, like, pride flags and beads. I'm not that girl. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I know I'm a lesbian, but okay. That's not, like, my day-to-day thing. It's not like I'm walking around and say, hey, by the way, guys, I'm a lesbian. Just letting you guys know. All right, cool. Peace, man. No, that's not my thing. That's, I like girls. And they're also very annoying. And that's a very normal part of my life. And that's it. I don't think about it. It's like second nature to me Mm -hmm. but i do think about hip-hop i do think about pushing the culture forward and i think it's gonna be a interesting journey looking back 10 years from now and being i guess a female and being openly a lesbian and doing some dope things for hip-hop could Mm -hmm. you guys really hate um gays like that if you're supporting certain things yeah Let's rethink and reevaluate our mind frame, guys. Definitely, let's do that. I mean, I that you know when I when I when I look at hip hop, you know, it it is it's unfortunate. It's very it's very unfortunate and it's very stupid, really, because yeah. no one really has a reason on why they don't like a certain thing. It's just certain things that are instilled in them. Yeah, and then um, when they meet me in person. It's not even a thing. When I tell you it's not a thing, it's amazing how much of not a thing it is. It's just not a thing. No one thinks about it. Nothing. Yeah. Girls act a little weird sometimes. They end up liking me some way, somehow, and it's weird, ladies. That's awkward. <laughs> all right? You guys are weirdos. I'm for Kiki Palmer all day, every day. Understand and respect our relationship, okay? All right, ladies? Don't be disrespectful. So you guys just heard the interview uh, I did with L. Banks, the bossy. Shout out to her for coming through. Super dope, super talented person, uh, super talented woman. And um, that's something that we don't necessarily get a chance to see of too often in hip-hop culture. But 
I will say this though, you know, L Band's got something coming for y'all. That um that uh hip hop retreat week, hashtag H H R W. It's gonna be crazy. I know she got a um, I spit NYC event coming up as well too. But yo, listen, trust me when I tell y'all that I uh, hip hop retreat week is gonna be kind of crazy. In any event, uh, next up we have our interview with True City. Um, True City was a pretty dope interview as well. And he came through. I've known Truth now for a little bit under a year, uh, but this is now our third time, well, second time, my fault, talking uh, to him on mic. And uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time talking before we actually hit the mic, um, hit record or whatnot. So there's a lot of stuff that didn't get captured in the interview. But uh, yeah, in any event, rock out with us for this one uh, at Mr. Truth City, and of course, for L Banks the Bossy, at L Banks the Bossy, L Banks the, like D-A, Bossy, that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, yeah, so again, we're here with, we're here with Truth City, at Mr. Truth City, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we'll be right back. All right, folks, we'll be back. It's the Encore Radio Show, live here with Truth City. Make sure you guys follow Truth City on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. Truth City. Website? MrTruthCity.com. Hey. All my stuff is consistent, baby. Keep it consistent, Let's Keep it baby. consistent, There we go. Man. There we go. Make there it we easy go. for you. All right, so you put out your debut project. That was, what, 2014 now? 2015. 2015. Yeah. Cool. Right? What was the overall concept for you it's called a prologue mm-hmm. okay people know the definition of prologue if you if you if you don't go do your googles right but obviously you named it that for a reason yeah right what were you trying to give to people with this project you know people don't like hip-hop for me growing up was like Rappers told their story. Like, mm-hmm. like right now, you can probably tell me what block Nas grew up on. You can tell me, you know what I mean, where he got his, his favorite foods. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Like, because he would tell you what street he got his, his dollar pieces. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was vivid. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like nowadays, man, rappers come out with the car, and I don't know how they got the car. Mm-hmm. Like, they just come in whipping a Ferrari. I'm like, what's the story? Can you t- tell? start over? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know the story. So mm-hmm. I felt like... Um, I'm in a position where I feel like it was my first project and I even have, I have 200 records. Mm-hmm. Like I have 200 records. I'm not even saying that as one of those rap guys that's just like, yo, I got a million songs. Like, no, I have records, like 200 records. So I really was about like, it was so deep. I had some deep stuff on there about my mother, about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, my boy and, um, like my guy who I could just consider like a, a best friend, man. He was just like, Nah, he was like, yo, you're putting out too much. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, leave something to the imagination. Mm-hmm. He was just mm-hmm. So we ended up calling it the prologue of just like the story before the story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dive so much into the point where there's nothing for me to share, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, anymore. So um, when I work on it, I just wanted people to take away, you know, the, the intro has my mother on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying I'm getting on this bus. I'm leaving. New day opens up and it's the, the alarm clock glows off and it's just like, Boom, the bus ride in New York, got to go out and get it. I mean, uh, summertime, you know, gunshots at the cookout, blowing whites on the lookout. You know what I mean? Like, a uh, dime bag in a tube sock, blowing L's at the school out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm tapping into these places that people can kind of just see what the block looks like, what's happening on the block. It's basically just a, a brief description, and that's all I wanted the album to be. Like, you can't, I want you to walk away from it and being able to tell me what you took away from it. Oh, I can see he's a little like this. I can see he's like this. But mm-hmm. I don't have enough to formulate my opinion, yeah. which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Leaves me room to grow. So I just wanted it to be kind of a glimpse of who I am, just a little bit. That's all. All right, so it had eight, but it still had 18 songs in it, though, right? 16. 16. Don't be exaggerating. <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, why is his attention span is so bad? He thought there was 18. Listen, songs, anything right? over, anything over, um, I'll give uh, you that though. It was kind of long. Anything, anything over, honestly, like 13, like 12, 13, now. 12, 13. Outside of that, I'm like, man, views was like, a views album had like, listen, view, I'm gonna tell you right now, views had 20 fucking songs on it. I listened to that motherfucker once. Yeah, but yo, as soon as you get the chance, no, I, I listened to it one time. I just, I just, for okay, so 
set let me set a little premise here for me my my goal the goal of the on career show and me as a person is to find the next talent right. i don't really give a flying fuck what the fuck is happening on mainstream but i also have to be i have aware. to have one ear to that as well so that i know what to look for at the same time i feel you know i mean so i had to give it one full spin okay that's all i needed to give it i could tell you how i really felt about it it ain't gonna be good but i'll tell you how i could tell you how i really felt we about get it into you that understand? Later. but you know that's there's 20 songs on there and those that was the longest two hours and change that i've ever experienced in my entire life facts and i have had some long two hours you understand so you know i i the one thing i like about projects and especially the, the length now is that um you give me 12 and 13 songs you give me 12 or 13 songs but you said you had 200 records mm-hmm. you could pull 12 of the best songs out mm-hmm. of like if you say you want to record a project you got you got 200 songs that you yeah. recorded you can find your best 12 and put that on a project and just throw away the rest or you put them to the side and maybe at maybe another yeah. time you know you, you reuse the flow that you use there or you know find inspiration That's basically from yourself is, yeah. you know but you know, 12 20 my nigga 20 20 <laughs> that 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 was more you know i'm gonna tell you right now that was more business because you know, we we have streams now. Yeah. The more streams you get, the faster you get the platinum. He wanted to be platinum, so that's what that was. But yeah. we not getting on that. We ain't talking about motherfucking Drake. We talking about Truth City right now. For next, at Mr. Truth City, Twitter, Instagram, www.mrtruthcity.com. That's where we at right now. So the prologue, right? What do you feel was the feedback? Like, what feedback did, did you get from it? Give me the give me. The best feedback and the worst feedback you got. Um. Well, I mean, I just start with the worst. Um. The only thing, like, and I literally was like scouring everywhere that mm-hmm. I could think of, mm-hmm. and having there were people that were just playing for people's stuff, not telling they knew me. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, so I had people out here just kind of like giving me real feedback, and I mean, just the worst was just like there was just a couple cold comparisons, Kendrick mm-hmm. comparisons. Okay, but okay. I mean, to me, I was just like, okay, great. You know what I mean, like, oh, yeah. I was I can work with that, and then just the best were. The best was just like I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the first one because obviously like everybody's like yo listen to this rapper, mm-hmm, you know. Everybody's mm-hmm. like ah. Yeah. But I I don't I think you can just look at the cover, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and see that I wasn't fucking playing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the cover was like illustrated by somebody in the Ukraine and we spent 3 months on the wow. cover. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like me throwing it back, throwing it back. Like, no, you got to change this. No, the street got to look like this. Like, mm-hmm. so just by the cover, and IS was saying that last time we were on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, the cover just got her. Yeah. And from that, and then you press play, and you just hear it. Piano, you know what I mean? Like, so automatically, I didn't have to do much. You know what I mean? But just showcase the art. So the best feedback was just people saying, like, they weren't expecting it. Like, there were there were records, like, that they added to their day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's something that I enjoy because I be started to become part of people's day, and I guess the uh, last best was just somebody was saying like it's something that you can pop in at any time, mm-hmm. and it's the same feel, mm-hmm. and I, that's exactly what I was going for. Somebody was like, "Yo, I ain't listened to it in a while," and then I just popped it in, and I was just cleaning my room to it. You know what yeah. I mean, so that's that's a good feeling, man. All right, so but it's not enough. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> it's not enough. So you you said Spotify. You on Spotify? I'm on Spotify, Pandora. I'm on Tidal. I'm on Apple Music. I'm I'm wherever you can get a play button. Mm-hmm. Gotta be there. Thank you. At this point, how important to you is streaming, or how important is streaming to be to your to your career? Uh, streaming has opened the door for us as artists to compete mm-hmm. in a way we couldn't have Mm -hmm. before and shout out to all of the main i mean not the mainstream the independent artists who like stuck to their guns you know i mean and really built uh not only an internet following but a cult following in itself and opened this this gate that they had to they had Mm -hmm. to pass it's like they had to pass a bill almost (laughs) i mean like they couldn't ignore it like we're we're YouTube, you owe us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yo, like SoundCloud, you owe us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're bringing millions, yeah. almost maybe billions. 200, at this point. 200 million monthly subscribers like, to SoundCloud. Like, to your Perfect. place. And what are we getting? Nothing. Yeah. Give us something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
streaming right now has opened a gateway for not only for me to be discovered across any platform or any country whatever Mm -hmm. like i'm thankful for that but it's giving us as independent artists a way to maintain um, a lifestyle to continue to do this Mm -hmm. and then at the same time giving us a chance to fight Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i know i might not like be compared to like a little yachty or young thugs following but i was like yo you just gave me an extra little piece of you know bullet Mm -hmm. that i could fire you know what i mean and i'm gonna aim correct you know i mean so that's all like i know i have a very long way to go there's no finish lines around here but Mm -hmm. like i just know that i have a a fighting chance now and i think i'm just so excited for all of us you know what i mean to be able to utilize this to our advantage well i want to put my two cents on that yeah sure just one thing that you said real quick said there's no finish lines around here no finish lines. see i believe in that to an extent Mm -hmm. right i do believe in watch like seeing the goal and running towards it and it being okay that the finish line continue to move Mm -hmm. at the same time now i believe that you also need to implement shorter goals and yet like run through those finish lines at the same time because if you don't you're always going to feel like you're running and not getting the feeling that that good feeling that actually running through that ticker tape at the finish line mm-hmm. gives you you understand so you know yeah you know all right so let, let's let's say you're running a mile or whatever you're on, you're on the track or whatever it is you know yo give me a you know you get a little finish line at 40 finish line at 100 finish line at 200 you know the smaller goals it makes it easier to get to to, to get to that long reaching goal of whatever it is however you see however you deem um, as success you know to get that you have to have those, those little ones otherwise it can it can be that that it can become 900 pound gorilla running on your like on your back as you're running towards that goal at the same time i mean i i guess we just agree to disagree i'm <laughs> i like no i'm like seriously like i and this is my mother you know what i mean yeah. like i was like ma i got an eight a day she was like okay what you want mm. you know what i mean like okay that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, A, for me, it just started to just become like, you know, did the paper study. All right, she gave me the paper. I'm just, I just put it in the folder. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I know. You know what I mean? I know I got the A. I knew it before she handed it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I, I want to, I'm just at that point in my mind right now where it's like, I set the goal wise. Mm-hmm. I set the goal. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to knock it out the fucking park. You know what I mean? I, I set the goal. I was like, yo. I want 75 people to come to the Bushwick Public House. That's my goal. 113 came. Mm-hmm. And then my mouth was like, ain't no finish lines around here, bro. <laughs> like, next show we want 150, and I'm trying to go harder than that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm putting the energy out there mm-hmm. because it's like there's no, there's no, I don't have time to, like, celebrate. Like, my boy hit me, and he just told me some good news about something. I'm just like, yeah, that's dope. Well, what are we doing after that, though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I, if, if I set that one goal, right? And then I hit the goal, and I got to take a whole bunch of time now to set the new one. Mm-hmm. No, I I just set three, four, and then as mm-hmm. I hit that first one, I set up one behind the other two. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I just keep moving. I'm, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I I wake up happy, so that's just a given. You that's know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, bet. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with the prologue, you know, um, you've done something that a lot of artists especially in this day and age right now, they, they find it harder to do. Um, you've waited. You didn't put out, you know, you didn't, you didn't put out the project, you know, let it, let, let it run for, for six months and then put out another project, even if it's, mm-hmm. whether it's short, long, whatever, you didn't put out any mixtape, mm-hmm. you know, you say you put out two singles. How, how do you think that translates? I mean, I, I believe that there's two crowds that artists now have to cater to mm-hmm. the digital crowd and the physical crowd mm-hmm. like the physical crowd the groundwork that you do is incredibly important the digital crowd is also incredibly important because like yeah you could be on soundcloud and people can people people that that see you physically at a show can go and find yourself online but do you are you connected to the online community yes or no you know so how do you how have you been able to balance satisfying both the physical and digital or like other artists you know your crowds are still like you just said you have you you had a goal 75 you got 113 how have you been able to to grow that market without putting out anything else in 2016 (laughs) 
Well, I mean, honestly, guys, like, if you're listening right now, like, we, we can't sit here and pretend that, like, the internet is not, it's not a real place. I'm going no, to just, just, just keep that on It's not, it. but people live there. Yeah, I know people live there. People, like, live people there. are programmed to it. I get it. But for me, it's not real. You're not following me because, like, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm the damn Daniel guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you're following me because I might have put out a song or you might have heard some music and you're just curious to watch the journey, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you hope for the best and you just clap, clapping as I go. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. But at the end of the day, like, I'm... I'm doing this for a bigger reason other than feeding music mm-hmm. to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeding you I'm feeding you an example. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if I put out this album, okay, the album's great, but now you're watching me go from like and we're talking about when I had small dreads. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about when like I was just in dirty t shirts and yeah, yeah. and sweats running around New York City mm-hmm. at every open mic. Like you're watching it, you're watching me film it. I did vlogs on my iPhone but mm-hmm. edited them with iMovie. You get know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're watching my development yeah. based off just this one soundtrack I gave you for all of this grind that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's bigger. I'm just I'm on the Instagrams. I'm on the YouTubes. I'm on all of these things. So for me, I don't have to put out just music. Mm-hmm. I'm putting out what the music is doing for my career. Yeah. You have to be able to see that too. People saw me at the Art Genesis Cipher. Mm-hmm. They watched. They watched the verse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like I gave them the content. Yeah. How was I able to be on this show? How was I able to get that opportunity from this this album? So for any artist listening, like yo, I'm, I, we make music. I get that. You know what I mean? But I'm not a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm a motivator. I'm I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in all aspects of the word. So mm-hmm. don't limit my creativity yeah. to just like yo. You got to put out another album. Mm-hmm. I heard these five songs. They're dope. Cool. Now give me five more. Like I'm not a fucking store. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like you don't just come like to my store and just like grab shit off the shelf and I restock it yeah. like no you go home and you drink that milk slow mm. motherfucker like because time <laughs> went into this milk and this wine <laughs> that I'm giving you you get what I'm saying like I'm I'm, I'm giving you the champagne yeah. enjoy it sip slow baby mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yo man, man like yo wise man like I'm 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 in a I'm in a good place, bro. Like I'm hungry I can and hear I'm, it in your voice. And I'm I'm just happy, man, for I can like see it in your body language. Yo, I'm happy for the city. I'm happy for my brothers. I'm happy for you watching you win. Like IS, like Soundkill, like yo, I want everybody out there that's listening, yo. Please post post your wins, yo. Mm-hmm. Post those wins. Stop stop posting your L's. You know what I'm saying? Like take your L's. Don't but Admire your wins Go out here Win Post it Yo All of my graduates Out there man Who just mm-hmm. graduated Yo Post those pictures Proud You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying Like Post them 10 17 You know what I mean Like show people Like you win And then I want you To go out there Grab the job That you wanted In your life Or create a job You know what I mean mm-hmm. And then I want you To post you in front Of the building When there's trash in it And there's nothing in it Post it Post the dreams, man, and like that's what I want everybody to say. Like, so just the answer to the question is like, you know, it's not really just about you engulfing my music. I want you to engulf what I'm trying to fucking tell you by living the example of the music. You know what I'm saying? So that was my interview with True City. Uh, again, shout out to True City for coming through at Mr. True City Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, MrTruthCity.com. Shout out to you know just a fire, just a, you know amazing, amazing dude very motivational you know virginia got some some talent out there you know he's a virginia import if y'all didn't know he's been in new york for about six years now really uh putting some stuff out the prologue out about a year and change ago now he got a new mixtape uh you gotta hear it y'all have to hear his full interview because he does he does actually announce the full mixtape um that's coming out in august i believe he said but yeah time to do up next uh, we got word of mouth radio. This was a super dope interview for me as well, because you know it was good to actually sit down with some with uh, you know some of my media peers and chat about the things that you know I see and that we see and their goals and their aspirations and you know what they're looking for from the city and for the city. You know, so in any event, uh, make sure you guys uh, check them out. Word of mouth radio every Wednesday starting at seven p.m. Make sure you guys stay locked in for that. Um, so here comes the interview right now, starting off with Taki. 
a lot of artists is, is, is hard because they don't really have the guidance to know how to put like mm-hmm. roll out with a project like a project will come they they need more managers <laughs> like a project will come out and it's be here today going tomorrow and it's not yeah. be, it's not that the project wasn't fire it's because there was no anticipation built for the project mm-hmm. there was no culture built behind the project it's crazy to use straight busy as an example again but we got the flock the cover for 50 first dates four months before we got the project mm-hmm. and so everything else after that was setting us up for that project then when yep. the, his computer crashed everybody's like oh shit what is he gonna do now that everybody was the greatest was so, story right everybody was so he literally, invested. Has, he literally recorded an entire mixtape in a day you feel yep. what i'm saying everybody Couple was so invested hours. in the story that was 51st mm-hmm. days that when it came out they're like oh shit i have to listen yeah, people yeah. don't do that no more yeah. i was they refreshing say, the link like try it's not working you know what I'm saying? <laughs> try people will drop a project they'll drop a project on monday and they just started promoting it last Thursday. Yeah. And, last then, week, and then wonder said, why nobody and then New York why, don't support right. nobody. Everybody, I don't know you. Everybody think they Beyonce. You know? right. yeah. Everybody yeah. thinks they can just drop a your project. Your and, lemonade and, is not valid. Yo, so Twitter. Your Twitter, lemonade Twitter. is not valid. <laughs> <laughs> tweetable, 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 tweetable. That was good, Q. That was good. See what happens when you don't Trevor say this shit on all shit. He say mad good shit on everybody else's show. It pisses me off. <laughs> then on our show, it'd be like, uh, uh. no, but yeah, artists just, I think they need to do a lot more uh, research and education. They need to do more education on the, the business aspect of the music industry because, yeah, yeah, or yeah. find someone who does. Who does, know. right. Because if you want to think about it, from, based on what I've known and what I've learned, the music industry is 90% business, mm-hmm. 10% music. Yeah. The music is the easy. You're an artist. You can get in the studio any given time. It's not the, your job to be a manager, to be honest. Artists aren't right. supposed to be in no, the, in the, in the right. room. They're, They're supposed to be... I mean, if you have the, you know, the, because the, the mindset too, but yeah, but it's artists don't view the artists and managers don't view the industry the same way at all. To be a creative all. and to do and to do business, it's, it's too well, your your emotions are are connected to it. Right. You know, you're not really focused on the business unless you've really studied and come and come in and groomed through the years. Right. But um, it's it's tricky, man. It, it's tricky, and it's crazy because it was our it, it took until our interview with Elliot Wilson for me to sit and go. It's a lot bigger mm-hmm. than rap. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he said, okay, cool. Y'all got all these underground New York rappers, and I'm not shitting on them, but it's like, where where's the big where's the Drake level dude from New York? Where's the Wale level dude from New York? Where's the Big Sean level dude from New York? And it's like, damn, we don't we don't have that. That's that stuff will be too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I, I sit back and think about that all the time. Like, damn, we really don't got one of those yet. And, it's not and the, well, the crazy working. thing is that ASAP Rocky could be viewed as one of two people, or Joey, be. but he's but people discount him, and I don't know yeah. why. You know, wait, it's not, not I think cause it's not, not It's not our sound. New York. It's like, but, cool, for example, but, Davies. We'll see. We'll see. The thing about it, we'll see. Can I just answer? Let me just answer. Yeah, you answer, I'm, please. I'm, please. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> For me personally, I put emphasis in. I put, I put direct responsibility on the artist. Most of these artists don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. They do not have a target market. Very true. Mm-hmm. Everyone sounds the same, yep. and yep. that and that tries and that's the basic foundation of of your music. That's your story. Mm-hmm. We fell in love with Jay Z because of his story. Like everybody from Brooklyn or people from New York can relate to his hunger, his struggle, his hustle. Yeah. We fell in love with Biggie because we know some people knew what it was like to go hungry and not be able to feed your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? There was a story connected to you. People just come out and come out like I'm the hottest nigga out, and then it's like, okay, you a hot nigga. That was a hot song. Now what? Now we're waiting. We're not invested in the story, right? right? Yeah. And Rick, Rick Ross came at a standstill because he came out as, I'm the hottest nigga that you've seen thus far. Okay, cool. But we don't really know you. You lied to us about your story. Damn so right. then his last album, which was supposed to be like his pivotal moment, was just like, we've we've heard this before. So now, and like artists like Meek Mill, we knew the struggle, kind of. You, He kind of came out with the same identity, but now it's like you're at a standstill. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a point of evolution. We should feel like we're growing with you. Yeah, like absolutely. J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, we've grown with them. If you stayed with them from when they first came out, even mm-hmm. Wiz Khalifa, who people try to play, but like his in the college is, circuit, if you, if you remember, Imagine if you were with Wiz in the beginning, you remember like, he was Converse, Chuck and Taylor. That's my like, problem with Meek. Like, I, I, I say this all the time. Like, I just haven't seen any growth. But, but that's I mean, another like, story. For I feel like the only artist who who was who grew, and you, we still don't know who the fuck he really is, is Fab. Well, that's that's the thing, right? So <laughs> Fab, but Fab is, but this is the thing. Fab has still not reached that crossover tier. Yeah. As much he, as I've said, I love good. Fab. He's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, right. But he's but he's a surface level person because he will only let, allow you to get but so close. Yeah. Right. Fab will not get personal, and we've that seen hurts that. My heart. But everybody's not meant for that because Fab tried to usher new niggas and people like, oh, Fab don't put nobody on. He tried with one or two niggas and it didn't work. So he's never been that nigga to put somebody else on because he hasn't gotten to that level. So you can't look to people for people to do what they haven't already done. So my thing with underground artists is 
And I always challenge them when they have a project that I'm like, okay, that song is cool. That song is cool. But who are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm this nigga. I get money. I get bitches. So does every other so nigga in New York. That nigga said that yeah, just yeah. now. So five ago, what, he don't even rap. Who, <laughs> who are you? And it has to be more than just surface level. To me, to want to be buying your music, I have to buy into you as a person. It has to be believable. I mean, we're invested right. in Beyonce. We've yeah, been, we yeah. ra- I was raised with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I've watched her. That's why people don't understand like the magnitude of her growth. Michael Jackson was a superstar because people know him since they were nine years old. Yep. Right? Yep. right? Yep. There's a story there. Right. And underground artists in New York, there was a time where we knew everybody. Like Cam... We knew who Cam was. Like we watched Cam. We watched Cam come up. Right. You watched Nas. You knew Nas's lazy ass. You knew his story, right? <laughs> you knew everybody, and the, they weren't all focused on sounding the same. Like yeah, Nas, yeah. there was never a time where I could hear Nas record and think, "Without is that Jay Z?" No, yeah, I, knew I knew it was, it was Nas. Nice. I knew Ja Rule was Ja Rule. I knew Fifty yeah. was Fifty. I knew who DMX was. I knew who Lots was. I knew Styles P. I knew Jada when I heard him. Like everyone sounded different. New York sounds exactly the same even though we're a melting pot we're eclectic in a sense where there's not just one person here Mm -hmm. we shouldn't all be congelled and sound the same way i turn i listen to a mixtape now i'll be like who that that's who y'all are not from houston i'm tired of y'all diddy bopping and all that listen and i I love y'all and it works for some people now don't get me wrong it works for some Some people Some people can naturally do it because they know how to formulate songs but everybody else sounds the same so why do i have to sit a showcase of 72 niggas for eight hours oh, and hear the same it sounds like one cohesive song it just hasn't stopped all right so question then question then do you think it takes people like us right to um criticize them the way that they need to be or also yes and no um yeah, sorry that, uh, also like help them evolve for example like you know you okay like first. yo i think i think you're a dope artist you should work with this producer like he or she will make you he sound yeah, you know yes and no because it's like all right boom let's say we have Artist A, artist A comes up to you and they're like, "Okay, so what should I do next?" As uh, as someone with that type of insight, mm-hmm. I can point them in the right direction. But mm-hmm. that you know that doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna um, you know, take my advice or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, they should. And it's not, they but should. it's not my job to tell you who to be. Right. Like that too. The, I like we could and, and people understand. I had this conversation earlier. I said like. Sometimes I appreciate people respecting my opinion and like I understand what other like people like Angie Marr, I can imagine how they felt when people always want to pick your brain like, yo, I'm at a standstill. Nigga, I'm at a standstill too because yeah. I'm hearing all of y'all and it's 60 of y'all and I'm trying to figure out where everybody's supposed to go. Yeah. That's exhausting. And it, yeah. live life first. Okay. And I always want to say the point to like dropping a project, more than one project a year. Yeah. Don't do that right. because you didn't go through that much metamorphosis in this. As an artist, sure, I know you did it right. because you were too busy working on that project to drop it. You've you haven't gone through any any part of life. Anything right. between the two. Go okay, live okay, first okay, before okay. you drop. Artists used to wait four or five years before they dropped the project. Like, Jenny Jackson only changed. has like five projects. But social media changed that though. It did. It does, but that's the problem. Change it back. Not, not, Beyonce. Even, not even change it back. Is learn how make to people work, wait. Learn how to work with it. Make just people wait. Can, just because you can buy uh, recording equipment and buy Pro Tools and record a song, uh, record a whole mixtape in twenty four hours, don't mean you should put it out. In, in but if your hours, identity is that strong then enough, people will wait yeah. because they'll want to hear what's Absolutely. happening next with you, right. and you don't have to worry about constantly, constantly feeding the masses because you can be on a million features. Trey Pizzy did. Like 27 features, his like the year of the Truman Show, mm-hmm. yeah. and he only rock, he rocked with the Truman Show for a long time mm-hmm. in, in mixtape world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. why do you not see what the formula is? I, if I was an artist, I'd be clapping with that little whack nigga from Brooklyn, that nigga who you say was trash, that nigga. Cause I'm taking every one of his six fans, and yeah, they're all gonna be on my back now. Thank, Thank you. you. To touch back on what you said though about um, us at being media personalities and being you know the, uh, pu- publications ourselves, um, I think a lot of what a trope, and this is something that I struggle with right now. It's like people always assume that what I say, I'm trying to push it over as law. Like, mm-hmm. no, if I say I don't like somebody, it's because I'm not feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, a lot of people have a really hard time, believe it or not, saying, "Yo, I, I don't like this," mm-hmm. or "This isn't for me." You don't necessarily have to bash it, but yeah, you can yeah. say, "Yo, this ain't for me." I won't say nothing. You if I don't like it, I won't say nothing. But that's how you. But that's how you know I don't like it. That's exactly. my way of saying I, I didn't like this. Way. But see, some so, people like to ask. They like to pick. Like, yo, you don't like it. Why you don't like it? Okay, I'll tell you why, and I'm good at articulating why. But see, Ty, you don't like Chance the Rapper, so fuck him. No, it's not. It's not that I don't like him. It's just not for me. Yeah, and I can. It's and people don't really understand that it's okay to say yo it's not for me it's my it's not my thing yeah if y'all like it y'all rock out to that shit y'all right. love it as much mm-hmm. as, and it'd it, it be fucked up if i was to say you know don't download that album yeah i'm not gonna do that <laughs> yeah. if you like it go get that chance to rapper yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for you go that's ahead do your thing, thing. I to, um, to 
to talk about like a lot of the artists are younger. Like right now, mm-hmm. I'm 27 years old. Mm-hmm. So old nigga, old bitty. I'm old nigga, whatever. But you have to understand, like, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the young artists coming up now are probably like 21, 22. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Like, they grew up in the snap era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it was, yeah. it, it grew up where the the beat pretty much. The beat and the hook were pretty much the main factor. Right. Yeah. We grew up on the lyrics, mm-hmm. and, and so and right and where they grew up was the beat and the hook. So they still had hope try, though. Try to, but you, I, mean, I know. I get. I get what you're saying. It wasn't the same. I know. It wasn't the same hoe. So like, hoe tried to make us stop wearing Tims. Yeah, exactly. Hoe wanted us to stop selling crack. We're like, nigga, that's how you got here. So you know, we had to realize like that's what they grew up on. Like as a as a DJ, you know. I, I play what I like, mm-hmm. and you know that's what people gravitate towards me for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, people, I, you know, that's what they're going to. That's what they're going to try to emulate. Right. That's so, why I wasn't like, mad at designer because he's only eighteen. And, oh, Nineteen, but but 19, still like yeah. little Uzi version. You see that um, interview on Hot ninety seven when nah. asking the freestyle, and he said, Nah, I can't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't freestyle that. Exactly, that's too old. Like, like if somebody like. And all everyone did that. We're like, oh, get this. For his era, he was even he said he's like, my fans not gonna be mad at me for this. Yeah. And then it's true. Because yeah. like that, yeah. that's what that that's not what they fans for him for. Like, right. they, they they wanna hear him turn up. Mm-hmm. They wanna see mm-hmm. what that beat gonna hit. For. And that's the conversation yeah. I had with you when you were like you were mad at Drake about not taking like a political stance. Yeah. I'm like, we've never yeah. heard Drake do that. So, so why would he do that now? But he's not going to because that's not who he is. Absolutely for making what they grew up on and what what, what connects to them Facts. the most. Because mm-hmm. so, now all of our old generation is sampling all 80s music. Yeah, yeah. So, There's 80s like, samples everywhere and you know, 90s as as, and 90s samples. Yeah. As yeah. far as artists, you, you're going to gravitate to what, what makes you work and what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And this, like rap now, we in any genre, we're going to, you know, there's a different type of artist and rap for anything you like. Yep, so yep, you, yep. You, like back in the days, you know, there was only one type of artist, you know, everybody want to rap this well. Mm-hmm. But like now you can listen to rap for any type of thing that you like. And it's crazy, Breeze Montana, he he had hit me up today and said that he's like, yo, rap is like it's like Baskin Robbins. There's 31 different yep. places. There's mm-hmm. subgenres. So I've said that subgenres. a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I wrote yeah. an article about that. There's yeah. there's subgenres to it, and it's like you know what? I may like strawberry ice cream, but that motherfucker don't like strawberry, and that's yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. fine. And I think that's what we need to get as as a hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. We need to understand, yo, there's subcultures. Mm-hmm. It may be for you, but it's not for him, yep. and that's perfectly yes, fine. But you know like, what? We're all so passionate about hip hop because we were born too. with it. It's like yeah, our baby. Like we we created it, so it's like we're so protective it's like everybody no like everybody they have a they have a piece of it right. so we're all like so protective of like the change and metaphor versus we don't want to see the transition and then now the old heads yeah. have to be they know like okay now nah, I, I can't listen to that new stuff because it's yep. not for me no more and exactly. I, I said i said that it's like i feel like the the reason why davies is getting so much respect from these old heads is because mm-hmm. he's not rapping like a buffoon he sounds like old. he sounds like, like old hip-hop he sounds like old hip-hop he sounds yeah. like the, the hip-hop they, they know they, and they, they understand they yeah can connect mm-hmm. to it so they mm-hmm. say yeah i'm gonna make a record with davies yeah styles p ain't making no record with lil uzi no, no. they have nothing in common they don't know what to talk about they got nothing to talk about Uzi might rap about the trap but you know styles people like what the fuck is wrong with this nigga but it's different davies is like i I, like that record that he had that guy with game, game and, uh, yeah, yeah I love that, that I love game it. and I said that, you know like, what I love about track, it he's right. just they're just rapping there's no silly uh, uh, animated voices no there's gimmicks, no there's no much. gimmicks with no it gimmicks. I'm just rapping it's this beat it's me and my nigga we got these bars and we gonna give y'all these bars and they exactly. two cute niggas on the track too it's good <laughs> comment on that <laughs> yeah. fucking but <laughs> Dave no game made 400 bars Jason you see what I'm saying that's some New York shit like for real like I respect Davies a lot for for the fact that he he never changed up and tried to to be like emulate anybody else. Nah, he didn't. He he stayed to what was true to him, and and it worked for him. It's crazy to like like I'm like I be on TV like I'm like I see him on TV I'm like I know that nigga like I know him in real life like that's crazy. (laughs) But it's like it's 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 cool that we're now like a part of this new upcoming generation to yeah. see yeah. everybody that we're watching. I'm like, well, this is like how Angie must have felt watching Pac mm-hmm. and like hold yep. and, yep. and coming up with them. And I don't like, don't compare me to Angie. I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm no, I don't like and, it. But Trey does it all the time. I'd be like, stop it. <laughs> but it's like, I see what's happening. It's right. like, yeah. I hope I don't get pregnant between here and now. Cause I want to still be here. You like, you could, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 20, it's 2016. You could still, you I'm Spanish. It's, it's it, all, I'll be trying to be, I'll be trying to move right out here. But <laughs> if somebody, you know, sneeze, if somebody sneeze on her, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all niggas, got out of my leg. If you got a cold, move out the way. <laughs> I be doing cartwheels to get away. I'm like, no nigga, no. It's crazy that you bring that up because I, I think all the time it's like, like with New York city radio, they, 
there needs to be new personalities yeah, on yeah. the radio. Especially yeah. when personalities are beefing with people in the podcast world. Not, yeah. Right. Not, that, this is weird. We're not, we're not even talking about yeah. that. This is but weird. My thing is not even that. No, there, it's, it's more than just who it's, are we, the yeah. obvious. There's a lot of people going back mm-hmm. and forth. It's like, why? why? Well, do your job. Right. Yeah. Just but do your job. Me, it's like the same way she just said, Angie watched Hove come up. Angie watched all these niggas. We're watching the next generation yes, come are. up. Yes, why yes, aren't we reporting it? Right. Why aren't we talking about it? Why aren't we the ones on the mainstream radio talking about it? We're here with them. I mean, but I mean, but you know what though? Now they have their they have their own medium, which was radio. We have our own medium now. We have online. We have yeah, online internet. radio. We have yeah. the, we have podcasts. We have we have we have blogs. We they have, have so none of that stuff. Like, they literally absolutely. only had the newspaper Yo, and the radio. radio. Yeah. And you guys got to think about it like this. I had to tell myself this the other day. That's their job. Yeah. So if we come up, they're out of a job. Exactly. That's a, that's a check out. They well, that and you had to pay your dues. I feel like now our generation, we just got we got everything so fast. Yeah. Our parents yeah. gave us everything so fast. We want instant gratification. Right. A nigga start rapping next last week and be like, I should have been on a sandwich jam stage. Nobody knows you! <laughs> For what? We get, pe- we get people like that all the time. Yo, I should come on Word of Mouth Radio to talk Just about what? what? Yeah. Like, what? Like, I love y'all to death. I, I said, no, no. You know what I said? I said, I said yeah, let's go do that. Send us music. Yeah, yeah, Send yeah. me the music first, because that's what it should really be about. Mm-hmm. I should. I didn't see Party Next Door's face until... Four years, like four it's years later, I heard the music first. Mm-hmm. Let people fall in love with the music, and they, I promise they will guarantee they will love you. you. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all don't need to speak. Like we, Beyonce stopped speaking, and it was the best thing she did in her, for her life because <laughs> she was like, when she was younger, she was so hood. Yeah. And I was like, stop <laughs> talking. That age town, that age town. She, she was so good. I was like, she didn't get her GD yet. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> I love, but now, but then, but then also, Michael Jackson said this too. You don't have to give it to them all at once. Right. You ever remember, remember when Michael used to pop up from the floor and just stand there for like six minutes? Mm-hmm. And you and they would just people would lose their fucking mind because there. it's just you got to make them want more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always leave them wanting more and, and anticipate. Absolutely. And that's what our generation doesn't understand. We want instant gratification. We want it right now. I want to see it. I want, but they don't know how to work for nothing because we never had to work for nothing. Yeah. It was always done of, for us. Not only that, a lot of people aren't built to wait for nope. it. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Nope. A lot of people aren't built for that wait. Like Puff said it in the beginning of... Um, you know what Puffy had to do? You know what I'm saying? Like in, the begin, in the beginning of Mastermind, um, not, not in, in Nobody, the Nobody record, Rick Ross and uh, French, yeah. Puff, that whole Puff rant, yeah. he was like, he was like, niggas don't understand what it's yep. like to be in the dark. Yep. They don't yeah, want to yeah, be in the yeah. dark where, where they don't know when it's gonna, yeah. when the light gonna come. A lot of people mm-hmm. are not built for waiting. Because yeah. they don't know that not, life. Not, they don't know that not. struggle. Now, right. You know, honestly, the hardest thing I've ever, I mean, I've done some things the hardest thing I've ever had to do was be an entrepreneur. The hardest yes. thing. The amount of L's you take before you get one, one W. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different. Nobody yeah. understand. People don't understand that. Our generation doesn't understand that. They, they like don't. instant money, fast cash. Like, oh, girls getting being strippers now. I'm like, yeah, that's instant money. I don't. That's not their last resort. Nope. That wasn't a last resort for everybody. It's a quick way for a fast life, but it's like you have the result to all that just right. for fast money. And then whatever comes into your life fast leaves it's just it's as fast. fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Medea said that. I remember Medea talking that, that's, that's just a proof. That's just proven <laughs> life. And, and I'm not knocking nobody for doing what they got to do. People always, everybody has their story. Everybody has to do their own sacrifices. But our generation, anybody born after 1988 is really late. We've been really spoiled. Best, we didn't have to endure best anything. Life, best year ever. We didn't have to endure <laughs> anything. We didn't endure slavery. We didn't endure, y'all think this shit is what we're going through now. This shit is nothing compared to, compared to what our generation up. had to do and go through. Like, and that's when I look at the hip hop industry. I'm like, y'all owe. Yeah. Y'all owe a lot of people to yeah. be at this point. And y'all complain about publications not talking about you. Nigga, you know they know your name. Yeah. You're like, you ain't even considered. Like, yeah. our generation of black kids, is they're so spoiled. Mm-hmm. And they're so ungrateful to the people that paved the, paved the way. And this is why I think, like, you know, everybody complains. Like, it's just, she was saying, I'm rolling up for her. Like, uh, publications not talking about you. Start your own publications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what niggas had. That's yeah. what we had to yeah. do. Yeah. You know, that like, yeah. why not? Like, like, you spend forty dollars a week on Bud, exactly. put contribute exactly. all you and your niggas contribute that to exactly. a, a savings fund and a business account. Y'all there you go. Y'all or Jordan or your or the Yeezys. Y'all spent three fifty on Yeezys, but but you still live in your mother's crib. So that you can own everything, and then you like whatever you think needs promotion or anything like that that needs attention. You can show love to that. But I'm sorry, I gotta say it. I gotta be said. I'm saying it all year. Some of y'all only got a couple months left. Oh, yeah, that's fast. Like, cut it, like, it's over. Shit, weeks. Like, cut it out. Tell them. Like, it's over. Because it's the struggle SoundCloud rappers that come on Twitter and have an attitude because y'all think people don't support you. We don't like the music. And it's okay. It's okay. Find a good family. You might be a great engineer. You might be a great audio tech. You might be Key Grip. Go to Hollywood. You never know. That nigga gets a check. You might be... You might be a great juror number eight. Like, at the end of the day, this... <gasps> or you might, this, <gasps> right. Like, 
everybody's not gonna make it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I think a lot of it is? first out of every 70 rappers, 69 flop. Yeah. Right. Very true. What are you going to do to be number one? Like and it's great, and to right chase, now, it's great to chase your dream. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. There's nothing when we're chasing your dream. But when it comes to a time where it's just people will tell you before you you need to be realizing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, maybe I'm exhausting all opportunities here and there's talent I'm ignoring somewhere else. Yeah, right. I will mm-hmm. definitely yeah. say this before we go to break. Diversify your skill sets. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. I know how to do so many things. And, and before we go to break, <laughs> plan long term. Yeah. Right. Not because, for tomorrow. Because everybody wants the instant gratification, they don't think about how, okay, boom, I could do this this month or the next couple months, but next year, next season, I'm going to have to do something different. Nobody mm-hmm. thinks that far ahead mm-hmm. no more. Or they don't take into account oh, res- they don't, resume right. building. Build right. your resume. Like it, it, you gotta think long term, especially in this in this industry. But all y'all got kids and shit. Y'all crazy think crazy long-term. thing about it is, summer is coming. I'm not planning for summer no more. I'm yeah. planning for winter. I'm planning yeah. for I'm next planning spring. For, you feel yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I'm not planning for summer no more. Summer's over to me. Summer didn't start, but it's over to me. I already yep. know what I'm doing this summer. Yeah. I'm waiting for the fall. I'm waiting for winter. Bing, Nobody Dollar. plans long term no more, and that will fuck you up. Because they got Dollar. safety nets. Exactly. Dollar. Fuck is he talking about, Chief Keith? <laughs> Yo, don't get me, don't get me started. That's, that's my all-time favorite let go, intro. Let him go to break. Let him go to break. Let's go to break. Fraud niggas. All right, folks, and that's the end of the show. We want to thank you guys for locking in to the Encore Radio Show podcast. This is the bridge version, volume two, episode two. However, we're going to roll with this. Make sure you guys, you know, go and check out the whole, the full episode. Again, shout out to Word of Mouth Radio. Shout out to L Banks, the Bossy. Shout out to Truth City. It's a true city. Yo, we have some pretty dope ideas coming up, yo. I'm thinking about doing a little mix cast to keep y'all updated uh, um, with uh, some of the new music that some of the artists we've had on the show uh, have put out since we brought them on. You know, uh, best thing about having interviews being timeless is the fact that, you know, when an artist puts out his music, his or her music, matter of fact, excuse me, when an artist puts out his or her music, um, and it's correlated to something that they said in the interview, you can just kind of throw that together little quick half an hour podcast, mix cast, whatever you want to call it, and roll from there. So in any event, uh, follow me, Wise Soul, at The Real Wise, W-I-Z-E. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Uh, follow the Encore Radio Show at Encore Radio Show across the board. All social media is at Encore Radio Show. And, of course, shout out to Indie Creative Network, where we're elevating urban voices across communities across the world. Uh, follow them follow the network at indie creative nw and that's twitter and instagram facebook is indie creative network the website of course is also indie creative network.com and we out